You're listening to the Tapis Paranormal Talking Point Podcast, a show that discusses various aspects of the paranormal world, with paranormal news, ghost stories, interviews, and much more. And without further ado, let's get into some talking points. Hi guys, Scott here from Tapis Paranormal, and welcome back to another episode of the Tapis Paranormal Talking Point Podcast. So today is a little bit different to the usual Talking Point podcasts because this is a video podcast. So if you're listening to this over on any of the audio platforms, you can go and watch the video version over on the YouTube channel. Watching the video version doesn't add anything. It's just you can see both mine and my guests uh, interactions a little bit, you know, clearer. So today I've invited on Duty Rhino. As you know, Jordan and I have been to a number of paranormal locations together. We've collaborated in the past. And generally, I thought it would be fun to sit down with Jordan and talk through a number of paranormal questions, learn a little bit more about his thoughts on the paranormal, and generally just get to know him a little bit better in terms of the paranormal. So without any further ado, I'm going to jump straight into the interview. So cheers for joining me, Jordan. No problem. So first thing I want to talk about is obviously your channel took a bit of a turn, changing away from festival content and going towards a much more sort of paranormal and, you know, a conspiracy, true crime type vibe. What sort of things do you think led you down that route? Uh, so there's a few things. Originally, I was actually, if you go back to, I think it's March 2020 when I, when, when I did the change that month, I did three videos on uh, it was a tier list for meal deals. I then did three videos on infomercials, like cheesy infomercials, like the slap chop and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I did three ghost videos. And my idea then was I'm going to just dedicate each week to a completely random topic, but do three consequential videos on it, which I think looking back is a shit idea. Like it's terrible, right? But when I did the three ghost videos, it really like struck a chord. Mm -hmm. Like I hate to admit it, but the views were good. And then I thought to myself, you love horror films. You love paranormal shows. You love true crime documentaries. Why not? Plus, I'd done, you know, uh, I'd done ghost stories with Jack, mate. I'd done the, the conspiracy and true crime videos with Lozzie. And so I thought, I've done it in the past. I clearly have a love for it. So I thought, fuck it. It's done well this week. So I'll just give it a go. And then I just went ham for the whole of 2020. Um, with that kind of content and it just did really really super well and I was absolutely loving it because you know it wasn't just making videos like oh mm -hmm. you know what's the latest trend what what will get views it was I'm doing what I'm passionate about a topic that I'm really passionate about and it happens to be doing well for me as well so it was kind of like a blessing really yeah so, yeah so that's that, that. It, it came out it came out of me you know, doing videos on bloody infomercials and slap chops and shit. But fortunately, um, yeah, I found it. Thank God. Cool. So that leads on quite nicely to the next question I've got. 
which is what's your earliest sort of memory of the paranormal in terms of you know seeing it on tv or hearing stories from people <laughs> i would say i can't tell you how old i was i was a child and for some reason mm-hmm. my i think like i was definitely with my mum i think a couple of my cousins and maybe my uncle or something and they put on sixth sense which is obviously about a boy who can see the yep. dead and stuff like that and i mean back then that film messed me up for a little bit because it was so scary uh, but that is my earliest memory of the paranormal is is seeing this movie about a kid that can see ghosts yeah i mean and, that is yeah. quite it's quite an impactful movie as well it is there's, yeah. there's the big and, twist in that movie which i think sticks with a lot of people absolutely absolutely and it kind of yeah it i just i think there's a, there's a scene where he the kid goes into a tent like a play tent mm-hmm. and there's a little girl in there but the good little girl is of course dead and it's just very scary yeah, they, I, I must have been about eight seven or eight and like why on earth i was watching six cents at that age yeah it's, it's ridiculous there's, there's a reason that stuck with you i think at that age Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that is my earliest memory, mm-hmm. I'd say, of cool. the paranormal. So then, I suppose into the ghost hunting side of things, with you know, uh, most haunted ghost hunters, ghost adventures, things like that. Do you have yeah. any idea what your sort of first one of those would have been? Uh, it was, it was um, most haunted. That was and the big one over weird- here. Yeah, weirdly, right? Because obviously that would be on TV, mm-hmm. and it'd be on TV during the day. But even through my teenage years, right, I would be too scared to put it on. Yeah. Which, which, when you think about like what we do now, that's insane. That is, yeah. I was too afraid to watch a ghost show that couldn't have been that bad because it was on at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just could not bring myself to put it on no i i know i know the feeling um most wanted it was one of those weird ones where nothing happened but they built a lot of suspense really well yes and it's like watching it you know something's going to happen at some point yeah and you never know when it is yeah i think that, that is what gets you yeah and i think most wanted is definitely a good show to start i think a lot of people in the uk obviously because that is realistically that's our big ghost hunting show Yes, it is, yeah. I think that's the one that really... I think that sort of started the ghost hunting trend worldwide in terms of TV as well. Did that, did that supersede... Um, so that was before not, Zach not Bagans and before, that. Yeah, before Zach Bagans. I think Ghost Hunters really? Ghost Hunters was a thing in America for a while around the same time. Right. But yeah, Ghost Adventures I don't think started till 2008-ish. Wow, that's crazy. Which, Yvette, was, Yvette was the original. She's she the OG. was, yeah. Yvette and Derek, the dream team. Yeah. So One day we'll contact Derek. Oh, that is the plan. <laughs> so that leads on, I suppose, to do you have any sort of stories from friends or family? Um, do I have... So I... Um, a family friend told me uh a few maybe a year or a year and a half ago 
that's when I was told this story. I think it happened maybe a year prior to me being told. Mm-hmm. Um, that basically he, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he um, lost his, I want to say, grandfather. And it was very, very close to the birth of one of his children. And I'm talking like maybe days, maybe even the night before, something like that. And um, basically, a few months passed, and um, he got up in the middle of the night to go and tend to his child who was in the cot and looked down the corridor to the child's room Mm -hmm. and claims that he saw his grandfather and uh, you know, so like, yeah, bent over the cot, looking at looking at the at the baby, and then he like ran to wake his partner up, and when he went back, the the, the apparition was gone. And this this like this guy, I trust you know, uh, and and it would have no reason to to bullshit me. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, that that's quite quite something. Yeah, I mean, and, um... that seems to be quite a common occurrence in terms of, you know, past family members, grandparents, etc. interacting with new children. Yes. You tend yeah, to hear absolutely. quite a lot, you hear quite a lot of stories of like, um, you know, a child starts telling you a very specific story about mm-hmm. a family member they could never have met or describing yeah. someone perfectly. And that, again, that's really weird that it's quite a common thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, like you say, there tends to be a connection between like recently past <clears throat> family members, mm-hmm. specifically in a parental role, yeah. um, and n- newborns. Yeah. Because it was a very, very, you know, I think it may, may have been his fi- first child and it was a very worrying time sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. you could not, not worry, but, you know, apprehensive. You don't know, you know, you've never been a parent before. Like, what yeah. the, you know, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And uh, and to have someone like that um, reappear. Uh, but he said, like, I, I wasn't panicked at all because I knew that it was him. Yeah, that's, it's one of those, it's, quite reassuring almost i suppose yes yeah yeah okay so obviously over the years now you've visited quite a few haunted buildings abandoned and Ah. you know otherwise um do you think younger you would be you know would have expected that (laughs) no (laughs) younger me would be like what the fuck are you doing i because I, I used to I used to look at these people that would go to these haunted places and just think, why the fuck would you put yourself in that situation? Mm-hmm. And I can't even answer why I do it now. To be honest, I guess it's just a it's a just a genuine intrigue into into that side of things. Yeah, but I could never ever anticipate this. Yeah, at it... all. Not even from a not even from like a youtube perspective or anything like that just from a just from a like a me perspective as a person you know yeah it's one of those i mean especially when you look at some of the buildings i think that you've been to now obviously we went to the ram in and east drive which are two of the most haunted buildings in the country 
Definitely. Uh, which is yeah. very much a thing that leading up to that, I don't think it's not something I'd have seen myself doing again, purely because of the level of the buildings as well. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, that's very true when you say the level. I know what you mean. So I remember when we walked into the ancient Ram Inn, me and you both said, like, it was almost like being fucking starstruck, mm-hmm. but by a building. Yeah. But, um, I remember, I can't remember when the Facebook video of Carol in 30 East Drive came out. But I remember thinking when I watched it, fuck that. And then. <laughs> A few years later, I find myself, I myself sat in one of the rooms of that building in the pitch dark. The best part of that was you didn't actually like, know it was that building until we were already locked inside. Yeah. There's yeah, a bit no, in, in the, I, I in the video of that when we're at the yeah. bottom of the stairs, you realise. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, is that here? And then, oh my God, was that Carol? That was her in the video. Yeah. Because although it didn't make it onto the, the video, um, but we, we met carol beforehand and she yes. showed us around um although we did have some audio didn't we for the video of mm-hmm. um about the motorbike incident and stuff like that but um yeah so that was yeah that was that was crazy but no i definitely could not anticipate this at all like i said i guess that, that's why it's even more odd because even as like i'm talking like 14 15 mm-hmm. would not put most haunted on yeah, I mean, it and so is... to go from not not putting a show on to producing my own, is yeah, it's quite a crazy. change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's crazy. out of all of the places you've been so far, which would you say is your favourite in terms of you know just presence or generally you know things you've heard about it and things you experienced yourself? It's the ancient Ram Inn. That building is evil. Yeah, that building is sentient. Absolutely. That building is its own thing. Like, I've never experienced, you know, as a 28-year-old man who, on Brazilian jiu-jitsu, goes to the gym, thinks he could handle himself. I would not have gone back in that building after the mirror bit if you'd have fought by myself if you'd paid me. Yeah, I, and to 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 feel that just by a building is insanity. Yeah. You know, it's it, it was very humbling to be like fucking hell, but at the same time, weirdly, and loads of people have said this. You see it in so many videos that have mm-hmm. done the ancient Ram in. I have to go back. You're drawn back to it. So yeah. many people. Yeah, it's so fucking weird, and yet in that moment. You know, absolutely not. Yeah, no. But I can't wait to a point where I kind of want. I know, like now, we're sort of like t- not taking a hiatus, but um, just from bookings. Yeah, is booked up, isn't it? Everything's I mean, it, up, it's so... the it's the fallout of Halloween at the minute. Which yeah. yes, we're looking at early twenty twenty three. Unfortunately, but I would like I I, I kind of want to be back at the ancient Ram Inn no later than February, mm-hmm. really. I think, so, yeah, I think yeah. that's reasonable. It is, a, like you say, I find myself regularly sort of just thinking about things that happened when we were there and thinking yeah. about what we could do, you know, differently or what we could do to try and draw things out almost. Yeah. And absolutely. And I feel like even though we've only done a few things since, mm-hmm. we've learned so much. Yeah. 
to yeah, we've people. definitely improved we're, since then. Yeah, and there'll be certain things that I want to test. You know, like I still, <clears throat> obviously, the mirror what got wiped off was strange. Not that wasn't the, the only strange thing with that mirror. With that, with my black and uh, black and white, with my night vision yeah. camera, every time the camera panned past that mirror, it yeah. would like glitch out every time, and I on on different um times throughout the night and a bit that didn't make it into the video when i think it's when me and you were in the attic mm -hmm. and bailey's outside having a cigarette or something and he has the night vision camera he's outside the building but the other side of the wall is the mirror he stood outside and as he pans past the fucking wall of which the mirror is the other side it glitches again. Yeah, that specifically when it's pointed at that mirror. You showed like, me that bit, and it is weird. It's just bizarre. So we go back. I want um, a camera on that mirror mm -hmm. at all times. And also, me and Ma bought the other day um, purely just so I can spy on the cats. It's really funny. Um, a an indoor security cameras in the living room yeah it's like 30 quid from courage is called Ta tapo or something anyway you get, you get it to, to your app all you need is wi-fi um, and a plug socket and you've got 360 degrees you can turn it and everything and you've got a live feed to your phone Brilliant. so if or we could even hotspot off of a phone so we can now take that with us and have that set up in a room and we have a 24 7 live feed to a room so that's yeah cool. that will be good i mean um, again like you say the mirror fair, they're only 30 quid so we could we could get a few more um oh, but yeah so idea. that that's that's really cool mm -hmm. um so i mean that's, yeah my next question yeah my next question was going to be what was the creepiest event you've experienced but i think you probably just covered that with the mirror y yes Yes, you're absolutely right. So I'll give you a close second as well. But the mirror, the mirror, fucking hell, still says that I don't give a fuck. I'll no. die on the fucking hill. I will die on this hill that what we experienced was paranormal. Yeah. Because you can't fucking explain it. Yeah. You no. cannot explain it. The only ways you can explain it are there was someone else in the building. We know there wasn't. It was one of us. We know it wasn't. So I don't give a fuck. There, there is no yeah the four of us experienced that and the four of us will forever know that there was something written on that well not even something the word demon was written on that fucking mirror and then a few minutes later it wasn't it was wiped off yeah. it was wiped off that's fucking horrifying mm -hmm. that's that's horrendous that's and something physically interacting as a physical interaction and that's, see that's... the thing that crossed my mind sort of afterwards is if it can do that to a mirror what's stopping it from physically interacting us. with us yeah, yeah absolutely mm -hmm. if it can wipe oh, this sounds ridiculous if you if you could take your hand and you can wipe if you have nails or claws mm -hmm. you can scratch yeah surely so, it's the same yeah, notion very, yeah, very so. absolutely absolutely so yeah. very very interesting i'd say a close second um is when me, Myra, and Bailey went to the uh, abandoned asylum, mm -hmm. and um, this wasn't caught on camera because we were exiting the building, and I wouldn't want to drop my camera. Um, did a Ouija. We went around the building for an hour and a half, dead silent. Did a Ouija board. It counted down. All very horrible. All very weird. 
and then we decided if, if this, the, the feeling was just off after that. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, let's get the fuck out of here. So we went to vacate the building. It's an abandoned building. So the, the ways in and out aren't exactly ideal. It was a, it was a window um, that you had to climb up onto a radiator to get to the window frame. But the window, you had like some jagged glass in the corner and stuff. So you had to be very careful. So i.e. I wasn't going to fucking carry a camera yeah, out no. filming myself. Anyway, Maya goes out first. As Maya is climbing out of the window, we just hear fucking bangs, slams, creaks, all sorts of shit. In a building we've just been in for an hour and a half that was so silent you could hear a pin drop. Mm -hmm. And as we're leaving the building after doing a dodgy Ouija board, hearing all sorts of shit i don't want to alarm anyone because i don't want maya to like cut herself on the window or anything yeah and but bailey's hearing it as well and i just make eye contact with bailey we don't say a word and we're just looking at each other and we're giving each other the look of just like what the fuck is that yeah and that I mean, was that was horrible because like you'd because you'd been in there for so long with nothing to suddenly exactly. have things exactly, happen yeah just yeah, like, oh that would be God. that would be horrible, especially because again, like you say that's the only way out. Very bad. Yes, so if something very, were very to bad. say rush up behind you at that point, oh yeah, you've still yeah. got to leave. Yeah, that's the worst thing about the abandoned places. Mm -hmm. Like the and looking back, you know, it, it's why I started inviting Bailey. In all honesty, is when me and Maya were doing it, it was fucking stupid to be honest because you don't know who's in there. Yeah. I'm not saying like a ghost or anything. I'm no, saying no. about fucking homeless people vagrant... off their nut on drugs or whatever, yeah. you know. Who decides he likes and... to look at your camera. Or, yeah, or, yeah, or not necessarily on drugs, just a fucking a, a, a squatter or someone thinks we're police and don't want to get fucking, mm -hmm. you know, arrested or caught or whatever. Anyway, so I, when me and Maya went to the RAF base the first time, mm -hmm. we had to shimmy through fucking it was like a letterbox it it was high up and it was just a it was just a mirror that had got a mirror a, a, a window that had been yeah. put through the worst thing was the further in we went and the further in we got i just thought if this goes wrong we've got a sprint across an abandoned decrepit decaying building go into a room to then climb up, yeah. to then like push your feet first out and drop about eight feet down onto the foot. It was just stupid. Fortunately, when we went back with Bailey, uh, someone had put the massive double bay window at the front through. So See, we that's, just like, yeah, that's in. much nicer. It was, yeah, in, in the original video, in the RAF video, just after we've seen the blood, when we go in, we see, we pan left and we see the, the, um, mm -hmm piano in that yeah. room if you look at the bay window behind the piano that was the window that was put through when we went back through um yeah it was just it was just so silly looking back because if anyone was in there i oh man i think it would have been a very bad time yeah. and then obviously when we went back to the raf base with bailey you know there was the curtain that moved weird in mm -hmm. the in the intro um yeah that it's yeah, it's, it's abandoned buildings are just dangerous. Yeah, but it's very, a it's a different type dangerous. of sort of it's a different type of fear, I think. Yes, absolutely. Because like and you say, there could just be someone there. Because, 
Yeah, and the, and also because of you know squatters, homeless people, security, police, all sorts of stuff. Although it's not a it's not a, a crime that you can be arrested for. It's just like a civil crime, so they mm-hmm. kind of like you know don't they move do you that. along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we're in, you're not in a rush, but you are. It's just different. You're on like edge. When we went to Ancient Ram Inn, yeah. When we went to Ancient Ram Inn, we had a fucking base of operation. It was sick. We had charges. We could. You know, go there. We could rest. We could go back. We could, you know, take yeah. our time. Whereas you're in, you need to get the content, get things filmed, and then get out mm-hmm. safely, kind of thing. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the next question I've got is a bit more open ended. It's something I'm not convinced you're actually going to be able to answer definitively. Fine. Um, okay. what do you think a ghost is? Um, I have a few. Th- I have theories. I don't mm-hmm. have an answer. Yeah, uh, I love the stone tape theory. Isn't yeah, it? um, I love the idea of essentially like high emotion or traumatic events leave scarring. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like the idea of um just be in different planes of existence that we can't see all the time yeah. like you can't see oxygen but it's there um and perhaps these things just um it's just like a break in the fabric of our plane mm-hmm. to theirs and they you know it just slips through um i saw a actually this is the first time even discussing this i saw a short the other day guy was on a podcast i think he was a physicist i know he probably wasn't a physicist he was but he was saying how um there's this theory that all of time is happening at the same time and it's not a linear line it's stacked on top of each Mm -hmm. other so everything is happening right now all the time there is no past there is no future because everything is happening right now and if everything is stacked on top of each other and much like time slips yeah there's been documented uh, well, only anecdotal, but documented accounts of people slipping through time and then slipping back. If everything's stacked on top of each other rather than in a line, then in theory, stacks can blur into each other. Yeah. Perhaps that is what a ghost is. It's bleed as opposed to literally jumping from one time to another, yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but then there's also... Um, the exorcist guy that I tried to to get in contact mm-hmm. with, um, like the top exorcist in the US, he said that no place is haunted. Mm-hmm. However, the act of seeking the dead and the act of trying to contact the other side is inherently evil and a sin, and therefore evil manifests. Okay. That, yeah. so, so you're essentially doing a ritual... To summon, by seeking them by yeah. by calling out, so you summon the demons, the ghosts, the spirits, in, a, in an unholy ritual, which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean that, yeah, um, that does make weirdly that makes some sense. It does, yeah, it does. There's, there is so, logic to it. I find those three at the moment mm-hmm. uh, very, very interesting theories and food for thought. Yep. Especially because I've just recently heard about the the whole like time stacking thing, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Cool. Okay. So, what is one? So obviously, in the course of investigating, you're going to experience things. 
Uh, what's one paranormal event that you want to experience more than anything else? I want to see a manifestation. I want to see either a shadow figure or just a, a full-on apparition. What? I think we've got close with the mm-hmm. mirror. Yeah. We've, we've, we have witnessed... Um, we've witnessed interaction, intelligent interaction. Witnessed, yeah, we've witnessed interaction. I want to witness actual entity. How do you think you'd to react to that? No idea. One of two ways. I'd either shit myself and call it a day, or it would, or I would flick into a mindset of I have an opportunity to to, yeah. to try and communicate. But I feel like the the idea of me sticking to a mind state where there's a ghost in front of me and I try to approach and communicate. Mm-hmm. It's probably about one to two percent chance and 98 percent chance i will shit myself and run in the other direction yeah i think see i'm concerned there's a good chance i'm just going to freeze if that ever happens yeah it's uh, that's the third option is as either run away or sort of confront it and i'm just going to do neither and just like break down on the spot <laughs> yeah that feels like my yeah. likely option yeah i just it's just one of it's one of those mm-hmm. you know you just have no idea until you're presented yeah. okay so in terms of historic paranormal cases, you know, famous ones like the real-life Conjuring House, uh, the Annabelle yeah. doll, the Enfield Haunting, yeah. etc. Are there any of those that really interest you, you know, standouts there? Uh, the Enfield one really does because of, you know, the, the tapes and things mm-hmm. like that. I remember I was editing a video... I can't remember what the video was because I haven't... I don't think I've done a video specifically on the Enfield. I think I did a video on, like... Some sort of like disturbing audio or something. Anyway, I had, I had the pleasure of editing the Enfield tapes, and it was just horrific. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing her voice and the speaking in different languages and speaking to different demons and Hitler is in there. Um, yeah, it was just it was just horrifying. Um, and I would love to do Enfield, but they've just. Someone just lives there, don't they? They're, yeah, they're, they're... they very much have said it's not an active location anymore. Nothing happens there. Yeah. And, and so... it's not open to the public. And it's like, I sort yeah. of get it, but at the same time, it's one yeah. of the most famous paranormal locations in the yeah, world. They are. I mean, East Drive, 300 quid a night. You're missing out on some revenue. Yeah. I mean, if I owned a haunted house, I would be making absolute stacks. Yeah, absolutely. These places do. These places yeah. do. But, um... Yeah, Enfield would be amazing, but obviously can't really. I would love to go to the Winchester Mansion mm-hmm. in California. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'd probably say the Winchester uh, thingy. And also in Transylvania, there is Dracula's. I know Dracula wasn't real, but Vlad the Impaler yeah. was. But Dracula's Castle there, is a thing. Yeah, in in Transylvania, isn't I think so. There, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, I would love to. I mean, it's a castle, so how fucking. Cool I mean, would that be? yeah, but, castles would be incredible. Yeah, so I think something like that mm-hmm. would be really cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, in terms of obviously conducting a paranormal investigation, what would you say is your favourite method to you know do on an investigation? Uh, at the moment, I just nothing tops the Estes method mm-hmm. for me. I just, I just, I just love it. Like. It's just really creepy, you no. Know? And like, even if even 
even if you look at it from not a paranormal of you yep. just having a fucking conversation with someone that you know cannot hear you so weird and like if it's like multiple things in a row like the chances of that are a joke so yeah that 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 is uh is something that i'm really enjoying but i saw something recently in a video that i reacted to um where you go into a like a well not necessarily a wardrobe or anything but you go into a room that you believe to be haunted and you light a match mm-hmm. and then you ask a question and then if there is something there then it should blow the match out which just just like aesthetically on camera looks really that, cool yeah that also if you imagine being in a room that's only lit by one match and then it you know it gets blown out so yeah, I mean that's something, I think that's that, something that we'll try. As we have well, to. Yeah, so. that sounds great. Yeah, horrible, yeah. especially if it gets blown out. Yes, that's most of these things, though. Like you know, all these yeah. techniques that you try. It's like, yeah, they sound great, they look great. If they actually work, that's fucking horrible. Yeah, because it's just a scary thing. That isn't is it? true. So, in terms of non-ghost-related paranormal interests, so things like cryptids or demons, you know, things like that. Would you say that, which of those do you think really draw you in? I do like both, but I the the demons I would say mm-hmm. just because I don't know, like obviously demons are so intrinsically linked to religion, but at the same time, I don't think that I don't see why they have to be no. because that could, religion could just be people from thousands of years ago trying to make sense of what is in front of them do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if you look at the 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 if you look at the actual depictions of a angel the bible that is the closest thing to like a a, a ufo alien i've yeah. ever heard just with like thousands of eyes um and on fire but um yeah i just i think demons would be mm-hmm. I think... Quite something. Don't get me wrong. Cryptids are sick. Yeah, but cryptids are essentially animals that haven't been registered. Mm-hmm. Whereas demons would be like, and that's first of all, that's essentially proof of different dimensions, etc., yeah. different planes of existence, um, higher beings or lower beings, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. So I just feel like there's more more to demons than perhaps cryptids yeah i think like you said i think cryptids are very much just animals that we have either not discovered or that we've discovered and lost through the years that are being rediscovered yeah um yeah cool so on to the last question now what do you think's next for you in terms of the paranormal i mean I say long term. I don't know how long term it would have to be, but I would I would love for us to uh, get a show hmm? on like Discovery Plus or or Netflix or Prime or whatever. And that might sound ridiculous to some people. But I'm not here to to slate anyone or anything. <laughs> I've seen some show, some shows, and I just think we can do that so much better, yeah. and we are on YouTube. Yeah. So you know, if if fucking Discovery Plus comes along and gives me a budget, fuck me, no. I mean, that's I th- what I think. So yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely TV. achievable because you look at um, 
Destination Fear, for example, that started as their host's sort of, you know, project where he was trying to film a documentary, uh, I think, on his YouTube channel. And then that branched out into, obviously, a hit paranormal show. Yeah. I think, obviously, the big difference is that's in America where every other building's abandoned and haunted, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll tell you where I'd love to go for Mm -hmm. some abandoned buildings uh, is the Middle East. Yeah. Because... Those middle that that you see on Nukes Top Five, like the the dudes in the Middle East that go to these fucking locations and chase specifically gins. Um, mm-hmm. They they it's crazy. Like the, yeah. so, I would love. I mean, some of the buildings the, are massive there as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That that would definitely be. I'd love to do a little, you know, a little tour of tour of places. But I think various also, countries would think, be good for tours. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I also think trying to formulate something, but um, you know, obviously, I did Hall a week this year. Mm-hmm. I can plan it. I think maybe I'll do something. I don't know what yet, but something at each location that we go to. Yeah, on something, um, and then hold on to that. And then when Hall a week comes, hopefully, we'd have been to sit five, five to seven locations. And have something from and, uh, each and have something highly from haunted each. location. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be really cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, cool. So, so I think that's all the questions I had. Um, yeah. yeah, anything else you want to add in terms of you know paranormal at the end there? Um, no, I'm just really out of everything that I do on my channel. The mm-hmm. thing that my my top like thing that I love the most is when we do the paranormal investigation. So I'm just really looking forward to the next one and uh yeah and i, I won't I can't remember off the top of my head how many we hit um this year but i want to definitely uh do more next mm-hmm. year cool okay so yeah thanks for joining me and i think that's where i'll uh, end this me. year but yeah cool okay so there we go that was my interview with doody rhino thanks jordan for joining me for that if you have any questions you want me to ask future guests let me know in the comments down below and i'll make a note of them Um, If there's anything you want me to ask Jordan specifically, put them in the comments down below and I'll see if I can get a response and get back to you. If there's anybody else you think that I should try and speak to about this sort of video, about this sort of uh, podcast, you know, where I interview people and just generally get their views on the paranormal, let me know as well. I'm going to try and get hold of Maya, Bailey and Lozzie and see if I can do a similar sort of interview with them. But for now, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of the Tepper's Paranormal Talking Point Podcast. I've been Scott from Tappers Paranormal. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you in the next episode.